Um, if it's your first time joining us tonight, it's really awesome to have you here. Cool. Let's get into some notices. Um, so firstly, the Youth Alpha Series, that continues on Tuesdays. Um, if you did miss the, like the, the welcoming dinner, it's fine. You can still sign up. Um, so Tuesday, 7 p.m., there's a link on the PBC website, and there'll also be a link posted on the WhatsApp group um, that you guys can join on. Um, so if you guys are youth and you haven't joined that yet, I really encourage you to join that. Um, and then we held our QGM this past Wednesday. So a big thank you to, to all those that could join online or in person. Um, so just some feedback from that. Adrian Harrod was elected for a second term as an elder. Um, and Sharon James was elected uh, for her first term as an elder. Um, then deacon nominations, we had Malcolm Hillebrand, who was elected for... The <laughs> so Malcolm is our, our new evening service deacon, so if you've got any problems, go to Malcolm. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, big congratulations to Sunday Sinyazi, who was elected as deacon for the missions committee. Um, and then also coming from the missions committee, we the... the um, New policy was accepted, uh, which was proposed by the missions committee. Um, and then also on finances, we noted that there was um, a real increase in giving during May due to an unusually large deposit, uh, which took us to 110% of our giving for May. Um, so currently, our giving for, for the year as a whole is still sitting on 89% of budget there. Um, and then also a big thank you, Colin's not here, but Colin Gauss. Um, if you guys don't know him, he's very cool. Um, so he's now stepped down um, from the eldership, um, and he was on for quite a while. So, yeah, we just say a very big thank you to, to him and, and his service. Um, and then also, um, so with our care ministry, um, the elders are, are aware that there's still a number of people in our congregation that are, are still struggling during this time. Um, and usually we would help them through, through the Explore, Explaza um, and the care ministry. Um, but because of the... Um, well, currently because of COVID and that, those haven't been happening. Um, so what we've got is a, um, sorry, through the grocery Sundays and the Explorers, those haven't been happening. Um, so that we, we're helping them through the care ministry um, and through the care ministry budget. Um, so if you are able to and you would like to consider it to please designate or give designated giving towards um, that care ministry and you can mark it as care ministry and then that will be given to, to them. Um, and then also we've got a number of birthdays coming up this week. Um, so if, um, today, Debbie Hofmeyer, Elaine Smith, Ivy Conisi, Neil McDougall, and tomorrow Susie Naby, Jared Jans van Rensburg on the 16th, Lauren Denny on the 17th, Hayden Stoll on the 18th. Is Hayden here? Happy birthday for the 18th, Hayden, if I don't see you. Um, and Pamela Brinders, Amy Greener, Ethan McPherson, Kevin Fisher, and Dion Johnson. Um, and then, yeah, lastly, just want to pray for the offering um, and thank you for, for all those that continue to give. Um, and, yeah, um, as with the COVID regulations and that, giving continues to be on online um, by EFT or, or SnapScan. Um, but, yeah, cool. Let me just pray for that. Father, I just thank you for, yeah, your continued um, way that you Bless us financially, um, that you've supported us um, and provided for, for ministry, Father. Um, and, yeah, Lord, I just pray that, that we wouldn't lose hope um, when, when we are below budget, but that there would just be an opportunity for us to, to trust in you more. 
Um, and yeah, Lord, I just thank you that you are the God who provides um, and just ask that you'd provide for us through the rest of this year. Um, and yeah, Father, thank you for what has been given. Um, and we do bless those that, that have been able to give, Father. Uh, yeah, let's pray this in your name, Father. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Please take your seats. I trust that uh, you've enjoyed something of the breath of God upon your life. If you want more like please continue to ask and to pray and to seek the Lord for more of his spirit, more of his breath every day, not just today and here and now in this space. Well, again, a very good evening to each one of you, to all our online viewers and those that will hear this message later on. It's great to be with you. I'm not too sure why Bevan asked me to talk tonight. I'm not sure it's because I was voted now as the elder and he wants to testify, really can you know, make the grade, or whether I'm with OM, an operation mobilization movement for over 20 years, or whether Nate D'Souza, anybody knows Nate D'Souza? Let me see your right hand, please. Great. Those who didn't put their hands up, after this meeting, tell them who Nate D'Souza is. One of the evening congregation, one of us here, that's now on board our ship, the OM ship, somewhere in the Caribbean, on mission with Jesus. But for whatever reason, I've been asked to talk to you tonight. I want to say that I simply love to talk mission. I love to live mission. And the simple reason is because it keeps me talking and trusting and believing and loving the Lord Jesus every day, all the time. So I'm very thankful to have this opportunity to come and share with you. So we want to continue in our series on church life. And uh, I think you remember last week, Bevan spoke to us about being salty Christians. And we want to build up a little bit on that. So when you hear this word mission, the church series on mission today, interesting word. I don't know what you think about what sort of phrases or expressions or words come to your mind when you hear the word mission. So here's the question. I'm going ahead now, so let's stay at the question. What do you think of? What do you think when you hear the word mission or missions? In a moment, I'm going to invite you to stand to your feet, walk over to somebody else, and ask them what they think about mission or missions. Then, I want to ask you to then go and sit in another seat. Do not go back to the chair that you got up from. Go and sit in another seat. All right, can we do that? But remember, as you have your little one-minute chat about what is mission or missions, remember just to social distance, and then go to your new space that you find if you're a family or you're couples. Please don't separate. I don't want you to do that. Right, are we ready to, in unison, stand to our feet, go to somebody, ask about mission, and take up a new seat. Just one minute to do that. Thank you. 
Right, 10 seconds more, and then you can take your new seat. Great. See, who said you can't talk in church when somebody is preaching? <laughs> Great. Okay, as everybody, new space, the new chair, the one that you did not sit in. I wish that uh, we could go around and I can ask what did the person say. But don't worry, the tail end of this meeting, we will have a chance to share discussion groups. Right, so we arrived here this afternoon, earlier on, and uh, you signed up, did the necessary, and of course you started to enjoy the fellowship. You uh, started to pray and uh, worship and enjoy. And then suddenly, you were asked to leave your spot. You were uprooted. Doesn't sound very nice, eh? And now, you're probably sitting next to or near somebody who's not your friend that you planned or you were sitting next to before. Now you're probably near somebody that you didn't even know they were in the meeting tonight. Now, you were very comfortable before. Um, comfort, that clarity, that security was taken away from you, just for a short time. Don't worry, I did disrupt you earlier on, and I promise I won't do it again. Visions is messy. You will see that in God's mission, it has something to do Church, you and I, being prepared to be uncomfortable. Being uncomfortable, it's good because it glorifies him. has everything to do with God's gospel. We're going to talk about the gospel of the kingdom, God's mission. the good news about a kingdom here with your ears or fully but you can experience blessings so we said that the gospel of the kingdom is good news about a kingdom that you cannot see with your eyes hear with your ears or fully understand with your mind but you can experience its blessings by faith. There are two kingdoms. The visible kingdom, which is the physical world. And then there's the invisible kingdom, which is the spiritual world. So let's get to understand these two kingdoms. We know that the visible kingdom is temporary, polluted, corrupted, and represents all that is bad, it's negative, it's also unlimited 
in space, in time, in resources. And the visible kingdom is physical, so we can use our senses and feel, smell, hear, taste, touch, etc. The visible kingdom is a geographical place. It looks beautiful. It's absolutely stunning. But there's also fear, hatred, stress, sorrow, failure, death, and everything that's bad and weird that's going on in the world. I think you see that all around, and you can identify with all of that. So, there's only one visible kingdom, but two invisible kingdoms that exist. The first one is the kingdom of God, which is the kingdom of light, love, truth, blessing, goodness, grace, everything that's holy and that's great, it's fantastic, it's of God. And then there's also the kingdom of Satan, which is the kingdom of darkness, evil, wickedness, everything that's bad, that's horrible, and it's negative. Now, the invisible kingdom of God is eternal and simply means life without beginning or without an ending. And the invisible kingdom is unlimited in space, in time, in beauty, in riches, in resources, etc. It is spiritual. And I just love this. One of my, my favorite verses in 1 Corinthians 2 um, it just, it just warms my heart to think that this verse is written and you can meditate upon it as long as you need to for the rest of your life. Because it says, 1 Corinthians 2 verse 9 simply says, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has conceived the things that God has prepared for those that love him. Also, this visible kingdom is a heavenly place. It's incredible, incredibly beautiful, and has perfect peace. Because Jesus is there. He's perfect. And he is peace, the Prince of Peace. So there's no tears, pain, sorrow, stress, anxiety, and all those things that we fear. The invisible kingdom is as real as or more real than the visible kingdom. Let me just repeat that. The invisible kingdom is as real as or more real than the visible kingdom. And it's very important for us to remember this because this is where we're actually going with it. We must understand the first part to know this first kingdom principle. I'm not going to go into too many, but just maybe one or two. And the first kingdom principle is this. The visible kingdom, which is seen, is powered and controlled by the invisible or the unseen kingdom. So, what is our responsibility as a church? Our responsibility is to reach into the visible kingdom by prayer and faith, to take hold of that kingdom's blessings and benefits, and to bring those blessings into the visible kingdom through prayer and by faith. Let's remember this all-important principle number two, because we will be referring to it a little bit later on. Now, kingdom principle number two. Only those who can see the invisible can do the impossible. I think it's, it's well worth repeating. Only those 
who could see the invisible can do the impossible. It's amazing how spiritually when we close our eyes, we start to see. (laughs) When we have regular, focused times of seeking God, He opens up our understanding. So we will be able to see His works, His ways, and His will. So, that being said, how shall we live? Matthew's gospel gives us a very good idea. We can't go through everything. You'll have to go home and spend some time in these amazing passages. In the first part of Matthew chapter 5, the primary focus is kingdom attitudes. And the second part of Matthew 5, 17 to 48, we see Matthew focuses on kingdom behavior. And then Matthew chapter 6 continues with kingdom values. And then finally, Matthew 7 is the conclusion to the Sermon on the Mount. And I see it as kingdom actions, or the acting out of the attitudes, the behaviors, and the values. So let's look at lifestyles of citizens. Here are some lifestyle verses for kingdom citizens taken from different parts of the New Testament. We won't go through all, but just to um, conclude shortly, I'll give you an idea, and I want us to read Acts 13, verses 1 to 10, and we'll see an example of kingdom attitude. So let's read Acts chapter 3, verses 1 to 10. One day, Peter and John were going up to the temple at the time of prayer at three in the afternoon. Now a man who was lame from birth was being carried to the temple gate called Beautiful, where he was put every day to beg from those going into the temple courts. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them for money. Peter looked straight at him as did John. Then Peter said, look at us. So the man gave them his attention, expecting to get something from them. Verse 6, then Peter said, silver or gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, walk. Taking him by the right hand, he helped him up, and instantly the man's feet and ankles became strong. He jumped to his feet and began to walk. Then he went with them into the temple courts, walking and jumping and praising God. When all the people saw him walking and praising God, they recognized him as the same man who used to sit begging at the temple gate called Beautiful. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. So what just happened there? Let's go and see it from our earlier teaching there. Peter and John reached into the invisible kingdom by prayer and faith when they encountered the man lame from birth. Peter took hold of the invisible kingdom's blessings and benefits and brought that healing or blessing to the lame man into the visible kingdom through prayer and by faith. Here is the mission of God, the gospel of God's kingdom, has come right into the life of the lame man. 
the whole world is lame, if not paralyzed. And you saw that in the video earlier on. The whole world, people are just waiting. They are simply begging for the church, you and I, to bring the truth of the gospel, of the kingdom, into their hearts, into their lives, both locally here in Cape Town and globally all around the world. And there are many ways, proud to say that we at PBC here are actually doing it. And if you want to know more ways in which we are doing it here locally and globally, well, just come and speak to Bevan. Andrew is here. Josh is here as well. My wife Helen and I available. God is working using his church, bringing the gospel of his kingdom into people all over this needy world. I promised earlier on that we will have some time to share and uh, discuss a few things. So I want us in a moment to actually make little groups of maybe three or four, not, not too many, not too big. Just make your little groups and just share what is your one takeaway. You heard from the Word of God this evening. You also saw very powerful pictures. You've heard truths this evening. So why don't you just take time to share just one takeaway? And then I want to ask you this question that you can share in your groups. What opportunity do you see to bring the gospel of the kingdom to people around you in your sphere of influence, where God has placed you, be it in school, um, at a work environment, university, or wherever? Just think through that. What opportunity do you see? And then finally, pray for one another. And I've allowed about 10 minutes or so for this. I'll give you a, a, a reminder to actually pray for each other, and then I'll invite Bevan to come up and close for us. This is a very important time for us. Um, we receive so much spiritual input in meetings. The Lord breathes His Spirit upon us, and, and we are full of the Spirit. We're so sensitive to His Word coming out. And this is a time that I thought um, that we at evening congregation love to do things different. So let's make those little groups. Let's spend time talking about a takeaway, an opportunity, and then pray for each other. And then we can continue to see and sense what the Lord is saying to us long after this meeting is over. God the Holy Spirit, who does great follow-ups in our lives, will continue to speak to us.